Okay, good morning. Today's class is Leunishma Yurchma Diel Nagdaya, Succession at Shemaim of Elisha Benavaka Diel Elisha Emir Bishah Shef Elisha Redamakam Tobasha, also successive Tova Leia Basrifka, and the Refor Shulema of Leia Bat Sarah. This class is a very, very special class today. Please share and rate the podcast. We have a very special guest today, Rabbi Meir Akabas from Breslov Therapy. Dot com. Yeah. The rabbi has been a, uh, a, a rabbi of mine for 10 years. Rabbi, 10 years? 2000, uh, yeah, I guess. A bit less. And we always meet every Rosh Hashanah at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning at Rabbi Nachman's. This year, because of the uh, Seger, the quarantine, it's 4 a.m., 4 right. or 5 a.m. So thank God we're going, you're going to have an amazing, we're going to have an amazing class. We're going to talk about happiness. We're going to talk about reprogramming. Right. We're going to talk about a lot of things today, yeah. and it's really a pleasure. Uh, I've been a big follower of, uh, of the rabbi's teachings, and you guys are in for a treat. Um, he also has a, a he also has Spotify classes on Breslov. It's on Spotify, right? Reverse Spotify, SoundCloud, right. SoundCloud, YouTube. You got to get out of the cloud, Rabbi. Yeah, get out of the cloud. <laughs> the cloud's over. Spotify, yeah. Get out. Get yeah. out of the cloud. If I got out of the cloud, you got to get out of the cloud. And we're here. To, we're happy to have him. Rabbi, right right now, he's been studying the past two years on the topic of joy, and he's been trying to convince people to be happy. Yeah. Right, Rabbi? Right, right, right. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, obviously the, the elephant in the room, October 7th. Um, you, you got spoke, it. Huh? You've spoken a lot about that, and well, I, I, want to people, again. I want people, just people resonate a little bit of, you know, there's a lot of, I had a class Wednesday night. And there's still a lot of anger. There's still a lot of anger. And, and, I, and, sure. I, and again, uh, there's no question we're, we're all, the, the whole point of it is, is just, are we getting, uh, are we doing what we need to do? Because right. obviously, exactly. if we're just pointing fingers outside, right. then God forbid, these things can happen. And, and we need to make sure, like anything else in life, we get the lesson. So, Rabbi, right. what, what do you connect, please? Right, right. I'll give, be us your, give us your angle on this. Okay, basically, we haven't even started the year yet. The year didn't start yet. It's crazy. The year starts technically on the morning of Simchat Torah, which we didn't have this year. <laughs> we didn't have. To explain, Hoshana Rabbah is basically the culmination of all the preparation for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. As you know, the finalization is on Hoshana Rabbah. That's when the Pitakim are sent out. And it goes into the night of Simchat Torah also. And the day, the day technically starts on the morning of Simchat Torah. That's the beginning. And we started off with dancing and, and everything. This year is crazy. What time did the Hamasnikim enter the Holy Land? Nets. Crazy. Wow. In Yerushalayim, Nets was 636, 637. When you hear the stories of the Nova Festival, when did they see the Arabs coming, flying in with their gliders? 635, 636, Nets. The year, like Hashem didn't wait even a second. Even a second, He didn't wait. Boom. So we didn't even start the year yet. We've just been hovering like someone pulled the carpet from under our feet. We didn't start the year yet, okay? What, what in the world, are, what is Hashem maybe trying to tell us on a clear level? First of all, this happened on Simchat Torah. Simchat Torah is the boom of the entire year. Rabbi Nachman, he told once Rav Nosen that, you know, the dancing on Simchat Torah is basically the greatest joy of being a Jew. Mm-hmm. Me, as I am, with all my ups and downs and my imperfections, I'm able to hold the Torah, which is complete, <sighs> and have a part in it, okay? He said it's the biggest opening of the year is, is the Simcha of our Yiddishkeit. And he, 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 the, the Simcha on, Dan, on Simcha Torah is just, it, it, it's the climax, okay? And Lozo Afzo, not, not only this, but they call it now the Black Sabbath. <laughs> In Israel, it's called the Black, Shabbat HaShachor, they call it now. Wow. Every day, every day people are hooked on the latest YouTube video of the new video released that someone was able to produce after two weeks. Everyone's always looking for the, 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 the next video of the recordings of the massacre and this and that and we didn't start the year yet okay but l- let's try to see what's the message here it happened on number one Simchat Torah which is one of the happiest days of the year it's the opening of the year number two the first news that hit all of us in Eretz Yisrael and the guys in Diaspora was what those poor kids at the Nova Festival right 3,000 teenagers in Spanish the word Nova means don't go Whoa, Nova. Nova. Oh my God. Don't go. Oh, Nova. Nova. Don't go. Nova. In French also, Nova. Nova. Don't go. Unbelievable. But these kids were looking for Simcha in a different format. Right? They were looking for acid, for dancing. Why? Because these kids never tasted what it means to be a a Jew. 
if a Jew experience what it is to have a simcha and being a Jew, everything is pushed on the side. The problem is people never tasted it. I had that experience once in Meron Lagbaomer, when 5,000 people are jumping up in the air with the nigunim, your hairs are standing, right? It's like you're flying on a different plane. Everyone has this experience in their yadut, more or less, those who, who, who are connected, right? But these kids never tasted it. And they say half of the kids there were kids who were brought up religious and fell off. Because the whole religion had was do this, do that. And everything was like, you know, getting spanked and getting hit at in the cheder. They never tasted what it, what it means to have a love in, in Yiddishkeit, in, in Yadut. So number two, th- those kids looking for joy elsewhere. Number three, hostages that killed us all. Who, who didn't cry when you saw the videos, right? Which people are still crying, okay? What does the Torah say about hostages? What does the Torah say? Parashat Kitavo, right? Uh, mm. Forgive me, the exact wording of the pasuk. Banecha uvnotecha bashevi, right? One of the 98 curses in Kitavo is your sons and daughters will be taken hostage. But the Torah says why? In, in Parashat Kitavo, in the middle, it says, why will this come to you? Tachat, it's not a Hasidic word. Tachat asher lo avadata Hashem elokecha besimcha. The Torah is saying that. Not Rabbi Nachman, not the Baal Shem Tov. It's the Torah says, you're going to get punished, not because you're not serving me. It doesn't say, you're not giving me Shabbat, so we're going to smack you. No. It's because you're not serving Hashem B'Simcha. The Torah is saying that. Unbelievable. So there's a hint here. That's what it seems to me. I, you have to understand. You guys were in shock mode on, in the diaspora on Monday. We were in shock mode already Motzei Shabbat Sunday. They, they canceled in Yerushalayim. They were supposed to be what's called, you know, Hakafot Shniot. Motzei Simcha Torah, there's the big Hakafot. They had music and bands, everything arranged. Everything was canceled because everyone was broken. Everybody was shattered. People, you, there was like a silence in Yerushalayim. All Sunday, no one knew what hit them. Everybody. Whether it's the people in Me'asharim or anywhere else, everybody was hit with this shock what hit us. People were crying all day Sunday in the davening, in the shuls. People like were, were shocked. They couldn't believe what happened. It's so unbelievable. So after feeling bad, like a day, I said, this can't be the real truth. This can't be. We just began. We didn't begin the year yet, and this is hitting. There has to be a message. So it seems the message is simcha, a lack of simcha. And if there is simcha, we need more. Because this is not how Mashiach is going to come. Mashiach doesn't come with sadness. Oh, you have to do tshuva now. That's Mashiach ki besimcha tetzeu. The signs of Mashiach is there's going to be unbelievable joy by the Jews and by the Goyim. That's our sign. So we're not there yet, but this is like a prerequisite. So that's what I think is the big message that comes out of all this that happened. And everyone's down. Look in the airport in, in Ben Gurion, uh, Natbag. I just left two weeks ago from Ben Gurion. You know where the ramps go, departures and arrivals, right? So they cover the whole ramp with the pictures of the hostages. So everybody's down, everyone's sad, there's hardly any flights leaving, only LL flights, right? There's no other airlines. But the mood is negative and gloomy, and I don't think that's the message. That's, that's, not, where, that's not what Hashem wants us to do. When the Hamas guy, he takes the grandma's Facebook and he shows the grandchildren how, how he's killing her, okay? What's his intent? His intent, what's his intent? What's the, yeah. To make you sad, to make you down. He wants to make you, your mama, feel bad. Rav Natan, he says that the essence of Galut is Atzvut. The going, yeah. you know, also at Times Square, you had the, the pro-Palestinian rally in Times Square in New York, and you had the Israeli ones. So the, the, the few, the, the pros were there like, like this, and the Arabs are making fun of them, boo 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 like sadness, like you're crying. And there's a point in that, because that's what they want. When we cry, and when we're angry, they got what they want. That's what they want. You can kill another 5,000 uh, Hamas Nikim, they don't care. They want to make the Jew sad. That's what they want. That's what they're after. That famous picture from the Holocaust of the, the rabbi with the white beard and the Nazis cutting off his beard and he's smiling. He won. You can't, if now the Jewish spirit is intact with Simcha, they didn't accomplish anything. That's what they want. They want us to be worried and they say, we're going to now destroy Hamas. The attitude, we have to do what we have to do, we're not talking about that. Right. But the attitude that we have to do this and we're now fighting and we're like in, in survival mode, but out of negativity, they won. And look, look what's happening now. Look what happened yesterday in, in Givachel, right? Already, ceasefire, and they're attacking again. Like, there's not, it's not going to end. It's not going to end. So then how is it going to end? We have to change our tactic and we have to work on Simcha. But only Jews who believe can work on Simcha. If you're, now, if you're not on the ball game with Emunah and Chet and Mashiach, so what do you want? 
our, our, our weapon now, more than any, that's what seems clear, that the year started in a, in a boom like that, our weapon now is Davka Simcha. The exact opposite, it's a reverse psychology. The world, society wants us to be down. Oh, we feel for you, the nation of Israel. And everything is like very mellow and, and broken. That's not the attitude now. We have to simcha now. That's our, when you see the soldiers dancing, that's the greatest that's thing. The greatest. When you have the guys giving them the tikkun haklavis and they're dancing. And that, was un- that was unbelievable. That they're mitchazek besimcha. Where the, the past success through joy you will go out. Keep it simcha. Yeah. Through joy you will go out. We get out. It's, it's yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. So how how does one practically? You spoke about many times. We had a class on. Um, it's funny. Right before this happened, we did a class on the five types of simcha. Right. <laughs> we actually did a class five types of joy. Yeah. You know, we almost like the you know the the talk about the five types of joy. Five five practical things right, that we right. can do to get to joy. Right. Exactly. And we'll talk about also, we're going to talk about afterwards reprogramming. Yes, yes, okay. So um, it's, it's very easy to tell a person to be happy, right? But how do you do it if you're not happy? Once um, Rabbi Nachman was telling Rabbi Nossin, Rabbi Natan, the ma- are, you, are you ever happy on Shabbat? And he said, sometimes I have an arousal, or a root, an arousal. And Rabbi Nachman says, that's not the way. The key for Shabbat is joy, simcha, is the key to come to year on all the things that Shabbat offers. The key is simcha. And he read his mind, because Rabbi Nachman began to say, oh my God, if that's the case, so how can I be happy when I'm not feeling it? So then Rabbi Nachman read his mind, and he said, now you have what to worry about. Now you have what... And he said, he read my mind exactly, because now if I can't, I'm not happy, and it's not working out, and the main thing is simcha, so what do you want from me? So Rabbi Nachman said to him, at least I want to be with simcha. So Rabbi Nachman nodded, ah, oh, he told everybody, you know what he said? He said, very right, that's the way. Even if I can't be happy, at least I want to be happy. Which means, this should be the goal. The goal of everything should be simcha. So Abhinathan, he gives five, it's called the Fabulous Five. We call them in Brasil the Fabulous Five, okay? Five, five advice. Five and seven up, right? Five and seven up is, is, is the resilience. We'll talk about that afterwards. afterwards okay? But the Fabulous Five is five techniques you can use always to be happy. If this doesn't work, you try this. If it doesn't work, you try this. Five, okay? You can also use two, two for one, three for one, whatever. You can mix them up. Right. Number one is telling jokes. Okay? Telling jokes. I have another joke. Okay? You heard this joke, but they didn't hear this joke. Right, but we need something new. Oh, God. He's already sick of the jokes. I think they sell jokes every to, I listen to the podcast. Every, every city he goes to, he tells the same joke. Because they didn't hear it yet, but these guys didn't hear the joke. What am I supposed okay, to do? So give him the joke. Go ahead. Okay, fine. Okay. So there was a, a lady, she calls her husband. Yes, dear. She says, Tell me a joke. And he says, Honey, I'm in Kolal. I'm learning now. She says, Okay, tell me another joke. <laughs> You see? Yeah, okay. you're, you're, you're still laughing. You're still laughing. Even though you heard it 10, I'm 20 laughing times. Laughing. That's what I'm telling you. It's worth it. Look at this guy. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, fine. Huh? Great. That wasn't bad. Okay, Mila Dishtuta. Telling jokes, acting silly. He's, he says, This is the main advice because the way people are so depressed, you walk on the street, everyone's Tisha B'Av. Thank you for shopping. Everyone's like, you know, everyone is on the advice. Good morning, sir. In the airport, in the airport, everywhere you go, everyone is like dead, dry, and dead. And like daily, the grind of going to work. Hello, good morning. Everyone's like, Tisha B'Av. No one's really happy, okay? So because of that, he said, the main advice is you have to boogie. You have to make fun. You have to do a joke. You have to do something. You have to make people laugh a little, okay? Mila Dishtuta. It's called Mila Dishtuta. If it's telling jokes, acting silly, yes. Don't, don't feel beneath your, your honor. It's like I'm de- de- degrading myself to act silly. No. If David, if David Melech was mefazez umecharker in front of the Sefer Torah. His wife made fun of him. He said, a king of Israel doing that? He said, for Hashem, I will do even a thousand times more, okay? Beautiful. If you know your simcha, why are you doing it? Acting say because you want to come to the genuine simcha, which is the simcha of connecting to God. And this is the gateway. This is the gateway. So for sure, I'll do it. If, it, if it's, if it's going to lead me to, to, to bring me to the real, the real goal, I'm, I'm, I'm in all the way. So telling jokes should be a daily part of your life. It has to be in it's daily living. Psychologically, it's a pain, painkiller. Laugh, laughing is a painkiller. It releases, what's it called? Dope, Endo- endorphins. Endorphins. And it, it, it suppresses the... And let's go. You the, can get let go. It helps you let go. Too. Also, the chemicals by the spleen. The spleen is the right. suit of atzvut, the, mm-hmm. the Zohar says. Mm-hmm. All these things, all the maladies in the body are from sadness. When a person gets sick, it's not because of the... The, the, oh, he has a sickness. It's his worries and sadness that cause the body not to function properly and allow sickness. That's why Simcha is the healer, the big healer. 
So we need to tell jokes a lot. It has to be a part of life, okay? It has to be a big part. Not like, oh, I have my time and I've got to go back to Tisha B'Av mode. A person should develop that instinctively he's happy. It's like it's part of him. You can't separate him and Simcha at all, okay? Rav Nossin, he writes in, the, in his letters to his son. And if you see other Hasidim, Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman, they're walking around for a serious face, and you think that's the way to be, don't learn from them, he said. Wow. Don't learn from the other students of Rabbi Nachman, because I received from Rabbi Nachman that the main thing is to walk on a smile on the face, and to act funny, and to be, to be besimcha, and have that attitude radiating to other people. He said, that's the attitude I received from the Rebbe. Okay, it's unbelievable. That's really when you think about that. So that's number one, telling jokes. Number two, put on music. Yella, why drive to work and uh, it's dead? Or you're putting on the news, the Tisha B'Av news. News is always Tisha B'Av, you noticed? All the news is Tisha B'Av. And this happened today, a bomb out here. Everything is negative. Because you want to hear news and you want to hear something that will spark you. So it's always the negative news. There was a flood in Taiwan, there was this. It's always the negative news. That, 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 so, so instead of news, just drop it. Instead of seeing the latest, again, YouTube video or this about what happened in Israel, drop it. Put on music. Dance a little. In rest of communities, they dance every day after Shacharit and Arvid. I was just now in, um, in uh, wow, in Mansi. These guys are crazy. There's like a Karlebach rest of Shul. Every morning, they have the ghetto blasters, you know, mm-hmm. and they have Tarbuka. And it reminds me, well, you're here 10 years ago, if you remember, what you guys yeah, had here. Okay? Time. Music and people, they start off the day on a good mood. Right after davening, right after davening, with the coffee, whatever, they're already dancing already, and it goes into the whole day. Arvit and, and Shacharit. Rav Nosseni told the disciple, I'll give you a key how to get into Gan Eden. Dance every day. You hear that? It's a big thing. It's a big thing to dance. We didn't dance yet today. We have to dance afterwards, okay? <laughs> to boogie. So to dance, move around, clap your hands. It's a good thing. It's healthy. Why do people get turned on Friday night in Lechadodi? Because of the nigunim. Right. The nigun in the Kabbalah, you have in the reading of the Sefer Torah, you have Tanta. You have the Ta'amim, Nekudot, Tagin, Otiyot. Four levels. You have the Ta'amim, the singing, right? And then you have the, the vowels, how you pronounce, and then the crowns on the letters, and the actual letters. Of the four, the highest is Nigun, Ta'amim. Mm-hmm. It comes from Atzilut, the, the Zohar says, the highest level. Because when a person is connected to Nigun, the Neshama is aroused to the, to the highest level. That's why music should be a daily part, bread and butter of every Jew. To put on music, to sing, to sing a nigun. Okay? That's number two. Number three is Rabbi Nachman's famous teaching. And it's for the whole world. It's finding the good points. Finding the good points. Oh, I didn't get up on time. And then, and then a person's like Oscar the Grouch. There used to be a Smurf. You remember the Smurfs? There was a Smurf. I hate Smurfs. I know, Smurfs are before your time. Oh, I hate. Everything's negative. Mama said, Grouch, Grouch, Grouch. I, don't, I miss Chatzot. I miss Nets. I miss Grouch Ma. And like a person's always, always looking at the black. The Al-Sheikh, Al-Sheikh HaKadosh. He says, Hashem created the pupil, that the black of the eye, the pupil, where the sight comes from, it looks black. It looks dark. It's see-through, but it looks black. Why? Because it's the nature, the nature of people to look at things black. That's, that's the way a man is. The way of a human being is to look from the black. You have to work to look at the good. It's not, it comes by itself. Oh, these guys, they're born so nice. And No, no one's born on a positive side. You have to work for it. You have to do, develop it. survival mode. So in survival mode, mamash. But here you have to work to build, to build the, the positive. And by looking for the good, it's easy, again, it's easier said than done. I agree. It's easier said. But at least to know this is the goal, and we got to train a lot for it. And to know that thinking negative is not good at all. When I'm in thinking of the negative, I know that I'm on the wrong, this is the wrong page. It's not the way. Especially if kids, it's the worst. Get up already. You scream at your children. You tuck your shirt in and everything. And it's the killer. Finding the good in the children is the killer. Because we're always, you know, we'll go into this all soon. But they're always looking at the negative. It's not easy. The person's hard on himself. You think, this is how I grow. I have to be tough on myself. But this is not the way. Rabbi Nachman reveals a higher level of growth is if you can look at your positive. He's in the, normally, I think, I need the negative to push me to go forward. It's the opposite. If you fight the negative and begin to think positive, your growth will be 10 times more, 1,000 times more. People don't mm-hmm. know that. They mm-hmm. think the negative is what's going to build me. You know, to be wrong. That's what harsh on myself. People crack today. People crash. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. That's number three. That's true. Number four is giving thanks to Hashem. Mm. Like, uh, like they say, you, wait, you woke up this morning, everything else is bonus. 
you woke up this morning, that's already the biggest gift. The, the first thing a Jew does when he wakes up. What's the first thing he says in the morning? Modeani. I have a joke. A person gets up because he's Oscar the Grouchy. He wakes up, oh, I'm late. He gets out of bed. He didn't say Modeani. Go back to bed. Say Modeani and get out a second time. Don't, you know, you missed the point. You missed the point. Modeani. And the whole day is in that. Thank you, Hashem. I put on my tefillin. Thank you. Even though my davening is fast, uh, Speedy, Gon- Speedy Gonzalez, and I'm going like a... It's not so uh-huh. fast, yeah. Oh, you say it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Compared to where I come from. I guess other places it's fine. Yeah, but here we have to pay bills, Rabbi. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, dear Lord. Rabbi's learning all day long. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. It'll be hard for you guys to come to the rest of me. Sharing the no, Shabbat morning, Hodu, yeah, yeah, yeah. until Amida's one hour. Okay. And, in the, and the week, weekday, Hodu till, Hodu till Shmones is half an hour. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay whatever. Listen, a different, different, different gear shifts, okay? But, uh, you know, um, yeah, even if my davening is not 100% and I didn't concentrate, I still davened at the end of the day. I did it. And it's a valid davening. Proof is that if it was not valid, the halakha would require me to daven a second time. The fact that I don't have to daven a second mm-hmm. time means it counts. Even it is as it is. I, the whole davening, maybe I thought one word, and that's it. It's, it's still, it counts. It's part of it. So in other words, giving thanks for everything. A person should get very accustomed to saying, thank you, Hashem, thank you, thank you, it's good. You're in line, and you're burning, you're waiting, the line's are ready. So what can you do in the meantime? Thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem. It's funny, it's, it's the number one marriage killer, when lack of appreciation. Lack of appreciation. Between, between spouses, you know, yeah, yeah. women don't appreciate the husbands, the husbands don't appreciate the wives. It's such a simple thing, but it comes down to lack of appreciation. I think for that, for marriage, so true. to appreciate the second, to have appreciation for the second one, the person has to begin to appreciate himself. If the person is not appreciative of his good points and doesn't value right. and give thanks, so he always look, always won't appreciate the, the other one, right? By Adam Marishan also, he was like upset at himself. He ate mm. from the fruit. Wow. So she's at fault, you know? Say first, thank you, Hashem. I recognize I did wrong. Thank you that you created me. Thank you for putting me in Gan Eden. Thank you for the time. There used to be a song in the 1940s from Bing Crabby. Thanks for the memories. I'm just saying, what I'm trying to say is, we say thank you, Hashem, for the yeah. good times that I had. Thank you. Even though it's bad now, thank you, Hashem. There was definitely no gratitude in the garden, that's for sure. In the garden? Yeah. There <laughs> what was do you no mean? gratitude in the garden. There was oh, nobody was grat- grateful, right? That was the whole problem. Because yeah, because because everything was Nahama Nahama de Kisufa. Right. It was un, un, unearned unearned, uh, unearned uh, bread, right? So that's how the uh, number five is. And the, also, you, in, in the in the in the music one is all also exercises is, is included. Yeah, of course. Right. You're moving around right. when the body is uh, yeah, that's jogging. Exactly, working out is also working out is also yeah. part of the same. Extremely important. Because when you clap your hands and you're and you're dancing, you lose you lose yeah. calories. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're burning you're burning calories. So that makes you help. So they they skip the working out. They just they, they go with the dancing. <laughs> yeah. No, the the Hasidim call it dancing and clapping, but it's really their daily workout. Exactly. The daily workout is. The hand clapping and the dancing. Right. And they don't go to the gym, so, so they have to do it while dancing. Exactly. So yeah. add add the uh, add the, add add the add exercise add to that. Exercise, right. yeah. Exercise. <laughs> exercise. If you're exactly. gonna, yeah, you're you're exercising while dancing and hand clapping, so that's right. good. You lose, you, you burn calories. It causes simcha. Okay, right. number five, which really is the is the highest one, is you gotta look at the whole picture. If you know that in the end Hashem's gonna have His way, the bad, all these Hamasnikim and all these Nazis and all these the bad people, and then also the bad, the bad in the world will be obliterated, and Hashem will have the good, and there will be tchet and you're going to see again your Saba and Safta and your great-grandparents, and you're going to see Moshe Rabbeinu and the Beit HaMikdash, and it's going to be such an amazing reward, and things are going to be good in the end, so why are you crying now? Why are you so broken in your 120 years, which is just a a second of this film of 6,000 years, from Adam Arishan until the end, your life is just a little part. And you're making such a big deal of all oh, this, the marriage didn't work out, and the children, and the health. One second, if in the, law, in the big picture things are going to work out, so why are, you, why are you crying? There was a story, I heard this from a lady who heard from, and you heard this probably hundreds of times already, but it's good to hear I said again. There's 200, a lady, 200. 200 times, wow. That there was a lady who knew a lady who went to Auschwitz, with her daughter together. They survived Auschwitz, the mother and daughter, together. That's already rare. To survive, number one, and to survive with the daughter, they asked, and she was a religious woman, a God-fearing woman, they asked her, how did you do that? She said, as soon as they arrived in Auschwitz, they got off the train, she saw what was happening, she started to crack up. 
started to crack up, like laughing and laughing. And the German, the Nazis thought that she's like hooji buji, uh, crazy. They were scared to, you know, they're scared to come to confront her because she was laughing and laughing and laughing. And they go, whoa, what's this? It's not normal. She's laughing. Everyone's normally sad in the the concentration camp, so you can do with them whatever you want. But this lady who's sad, happy and laughing and laughing, they didn't know what to do. They didn't re- they didn't know how to react. And they asked her, and why were you laughing? Are you normal? What are you laughing? You see people being burned at the gas chambers and the chimneys and everyone's in, in suffering, suffering, terrible suffering. Why are you laughing? So she said, it, it was so obvious that these people are so stupid. These Germans, Hitler, they don't know they're going to pay the price. These Hamas came also. They don't know. It's like, I laugh out of like, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. You're going to pay for it. You think cutting open a, a mother and, and taking out the baby and, cut, and killing them and trying to cause yeah, bad, right. you think you're going to get away with it? Are you normal? This is a Shia religion or jihad. You're, you're not normal. It's, it's, it, they, lost, they lost the screws. And you think you're going to get away with it? The Goyim have seven laws. Seven laws which make sense. You know, like Rashi says, even if it wasn't given for Hashem, it makes sense. Not to kill makes sense by the Goyish world. All of a sudden, someone's to kill is okay. <laughs> you're off. You're off the rocker, even for 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 society. Forget about Jewish Jewish mm-hmm. values. Just as a normal functioning human being in this world, it doesn't make sense what you're saying. It's ridiculous. You're gonna you're gonna pay the price. It's crazy. So she was cracking up that you're gonna you're gonna pay in the end. That's our our success. That, that again, that rabbi from the Holocaust smiling. Why is he smiling? Because he knows that we in the end are gonna win. We in the end. Okay, not now. We're gonna get back Israel now. Not now. And the ultimate end, we are going to win, and that's my simcha. He says, Rav Nosson, when you draw simcha from the future to the present, that's how you bring salvation into the present. Unbelievable. Faith it till you make it. Faith it till you make it, but why? Not fake it till you make it. Faith, Faith it till you make it. Right. It's called the Geula Shlema. Why is it called Faith the Geula Shlema? Like a candle, you can light another 5,000 candles with it, and it doesn't extinguish. It's still, it's still burning, right? So the Gula Shtema, you can take a piece of it and it's still complete. So Rabbi Nachman, he says something amazing. When Hashem wants to save a person in the present, he takes, he borrows, takes the salvation from mm. the future and brings it to the present. But Rav Nosson says, you can only do this if you're connected to the future. If you're not connected to the future, it won't happen. You have to live in future mode. Ekie. Ekie means I'm going to become. I'm going to be. It's a holy name. It's the name of God, Ekie, and it's also a, a devotion that I'm connected to the present, to the future. That's why I connect the future to the present. Of Keter. The of which now we have to work on. Rabbi, beautiful. Tell us a little bit, this is one concept that I really, really, you know, less than 24, you're always talking about the bounce back. Yes, man. And you really helped me with my bounce backs because I, I have and specifically the wife being the, the source of the bounce back she's the keter right so she's the the fact that the man always wants to go to the light but there's always a restriction right, right. And, 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 and and how you handle the, the bounce back is how, how you marry the shefa talk a little bit about that which is a, a tremendous concept it's a, I just spoke to a guy who just got married he's in New York right now and he's like, was waiting. He's like, 30, he got married late, 30-something. That's considered late, I guess, right? And he's having the hardest time of his life. He said, before I got married, I could do whatever I want. You know, I wasn't now constrained and constricted. Now, every tiny thing is under bikort. I didn't say bikort in English. Everything's under... Parole officer. Uh, Parole officer. Yeah, but there's, there's the word in English. Under what? Supervision. No, Supervision. under scrutiny. This, I'm being Supervision. scrutinized every tiny thing. He said, I don't have a life anymore. I said to him, just opposite, man. Just opposite now. Now you are building who you really are. The whole idea of marriage is ah. knowing how to... Baruch Dynamet? Baruch Dynamet. I don't know what to say, man. The whole idea of marriage is... The, this is the whole idea of marriage. Is knowing how to take the smack and the constriction and the pushback. That's what's going to bring you to who you really are. What? I can't go to my class... I can go have fun with my friends. This guy was saying, I want to go to the Shabbos. There's a Shabbaton for like married guys. She won't let me go. This guy told me in New York. I said, Ajaba, this is what's going to build you more than the Shabbat. You think going to Shabbat, having a, a davening experience of all these guys so and Vekas and davening, you think that's what's going to get you where you want to get to? Now, with, uh, just opposite. The, the, come home. Stay at home. Don't pass go. Like Monopoly. Go, go straight to jail. Don't pass go. You remember that? <laughs> okay. 
That is what's going to build you more than anything else. It's crazy. The pushing back is what builds a person more than anything else. If you ask anybody yeah. how they developed in life, Push it's because back. they had setbacks. All the people, all these famous people in the Goyish world and also all Koshiken in the Torah world, the reason why they went forward and they made it forward is because they had hundreds of thousands of setbacks and they used it as a springboard to go forward, okay? So, so, the, guy, so the guy's thinking he's marrying a cheerleader, he ends up getting a coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Pasuk says. Rav Natan quotes the Pasuk, Eshet Chayel. You have twice in, in Mishle Eshet Chayel. What we see Friday night, Eshet Chayel Mi And there's another Pasuk, Eshet Chayel Ateret Baala. Crazy. The woman of valor, she's the crown of the husband. So Rav Natan explains what is the crown. The crown is the highest level of the Torah. It's the fifth level of the Torah. We have Pshat, Remez, Drash, Sod, and the final level, which is the idea of crowning Mashiach, Mashiach is going to come with this Keter, is this fifth level. And the only way to experience the Keter is you have to do what's called Katar. It's a Pasuk in Eov. You have to wait. The wait means you can't go forward. You want to go forward? No. You're pushed back? Wait. wait. I'm burning? No, you have to wait. But I'm melting. I'm, everything's nothing's working out. You have to wait. You're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. No, you think to taste this light is just running forward. If you run forward for this light, you'll disintegrate because this light is infinite. It's to protect you. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a wall to protect you. You're a finite, you're a limited human being, and you want to connect to this light. Light, by the way, is gematria, ain't sof. Oh, one plus six, that's seven, and reish, that's 200. Ain't sof is all. That means whenever you have light Beautiful. in your life, it's coming from the infinite light. Beautiful. And so you have to be careful now because it's infinite light and you're finite, you merge, you'll disappear. Drugs, so, that's the story of drugs. Drugs is yeah. to have a People high. get high and they, 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 have, they, they come back with nothing. It's drugs. Listen, if we're going Everybody on a, wants to go to, to, to they're getting high because they, they want to go to the light of the orange salt. So it's not a bad thing that they want to get high. Right, right. It's the way they're doing it without vessels. But, but vessels. the fact that somebody wants to get high, it's a good sign that they're very spiritual. Right. But they, they want something accept. more out of this world. But they want a high with no boundaries. Right. No boundaries. I, I'm just going to go off a little. This, in essence, is the whole problem of these Palestinians. The Plishtim, today, Aza, that's the actual land of Plishtim. The Plishtim are not one of the seven nations that occupied. You know, Kna'ani, Chibid, Usi, Gigashi. Mm. Plishtim is not mentioned. They're out there. What is Plishtim? Rav Nosson wow. says something scary. It's not Palestine. Was why did Yitzchak when when there was a famine? It said he went down to Eretz Gral. He went down to Palestine. Plishtim. Rashi says on one hand the land is the holy land. It's part of Eretz Israel, but the occupants are not from the seven nations. And the whole thing is to take from the seven nations Canaan to turn Canaan into Eretz Israel. And here that wasn't the case because we were Palestine. Plishtim. So and they're not they're not chutzlar. It's not like Mitzrayim or going from outside. So what do the Plishtim represent? Unbelievable. You see it in the Hamas. Plishtim is from Lashon Mefulash. In the laws of Eruvin, you have Mefulash. You have like an alleyway that there's no wall here and no wall here. It's Mefulash. It's open from end to end. So he says, we have no sin. Mefulash, our people, even going, it's a mentality, I want extreme light all the way. Mm. These jihad people, on the Goish perspective, that's how they are. They're so extreme in their religion that because of that, they're also, it's mefulash, it means you can go up all the way, and then you fall down all the way. Who are the people who, who really crash in life? Those guys that we mentioned, they just go for the light, they go for the light, they want to hide. So when they crash, they crash down. That explains also, this plishtim, this hamas nekim, that they did things that people still can't swallow, how they did, is because of their hashkafa, that they're an extreme religion, so that they go up in their extremism, and also they do, atrocities that are low. But that's a message Rav Nosson says for us, that plishtim is a remez, that you have to be careful. If you're just for the light, and you're wow. not willing to work for it, and to build Tzim Tzumim, it's like these guys, they dub in Shachari 2 in the afternoon, but they want the guitar, they're playing, la 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 la, but it's 2 in the afternoon. They're dubbing Shachari, but 2 in the afternoon, but we're having music. They, 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 they want the high, but you're not doing it in the right form, you have to do it in the right parameters, which is halacha, which I want to go into, Bezat Hashem. Halacha keeps you, when you know you're within the parameters of halacha, you're okay. That says, after this time, not before this time, like this, like that, and you know you're within it, then you're not mefulash. But as soon as the person says, he takes the law in it's his own preventing hands. Preventing the burnout. Preventing the burnout is halacha, exactly. 
Burnout is when you're doing what you want because I want to have that spiritual high. And I'm sincere. I want God. I want Hashem. Yeah, but you're not doing it with Tintsumim, with the proper. It's Mefulash. You are going to crash. Even if your intention is good, you want Kedusha, I want holiness, but it's not. It's Mefulash. It's open from end to end. That's Palestine. Wow, That's Kedusha. Also, That's they're great. called what? Aza. Aza is Chutzpah. Who has chutzpah? Someone who's like a plishti mentality. Someone who's mefulash. They call it in English Gaza. Gaza means like Rashid Hagez, Ligzoz, to cut. They're cutting and also chutzpah nikim and it's plishti in Palestine. That's our message also, okay? So going back to the wife now. <laughs> the wife, she is number one in helping to push the man go down. When a man is too much light, it's her job. Stay home, daven home. What? I want to be normal. No. It's not you want to be normal. You want the light. You want the light. So what's wrong that I want light? I'm in such darkness already. No. Heaven knows that you are such a strong person. You have enough light inside of you. And if you go too much, even what you consider normal, she picks up that it's too much. The woman's barometer is crazy. You know, for example, you come home and you say something normal and she takes a fit. You say, but what did I say wrong? I said it normally. <laughs> She needs that you talk, hello, how are you? And for her, she'll be normal at that. But you come home, hello, how are you? For her, that's like too fast. You're, she, she picks it up. So she, she immediately smacks you to bring you down. If now a person has calmness and step by step, the woman's in his hands. But the thing is, we're always right. running. How, how do you deal with it? Right. So he says... The key for this is Simcha. Damn it. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> simcha. If you train yourself on Simcha, you have what's called Yishuvadat. If you have Yishuvadat, which is the calmness of the mind, you have everything. Then the wife is not needed to throw you off because you're already calm. The whole idea of the Keter mm-hmm. is Katar. You have to be yeah. patient. If now you're already in calm mode, she picks it up. She picks it up. When you're like running... Rushing, it kills her, right? That's why she's there to, to keep you, she's to remind you, to ground and to push you back, whatever she's saying, to throw you off, to get you just to go on the lower, the lower speed. Because the lower speed is what's needed to connect to the ketter. What sometimes, they, sometimes women, they go into too much of the defense mode, too much into, into fight or flight mode, where they need to turn off the switch also when women. When the guy is doing now the work, now they need to, cause sometimes they have a hard time letting go. So that what I've seen is sometimes they, they're in survival mode too much and then they, they, they don't have that receiving aspect anymore. So I, one thing uh, is to hold uh, the person uh, back, uh-huh. but then you have to, you, it's not a permanent thing. You have to now back down and, 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 know, even and stop this going is, into survival because then there's a second round of going up and down. It, even this is ping pong. In other words, even in this, there's times for this, and times the opposite right, direction. Right. right. It's times for this, time for that. That's the whole thing of the... We went, we went into this a long time ago. She doesn't have the bounce back concept? She, she, she has nothing. <laughs> the woman... Is a receiver. She has, she, she, has, she has... On her own, she's... She, I'm sorry to say this. I know women are hearing this class, but the woman is a receiver. She's a mama. She's dependent on the husband. That's why the mitzvah of, of the, the relationship of husband and wife is for her. It's mitzvah ta'ona. It's to give her feedback. Nice. The man's, the man's uh, light is going into the woman. I saw, and he, brought, he brings it on in Anatomy of the Soul, Rukhain Kramer, right. nicely, that in the in, in, in the cohabitation, the, the, the proper ways the man is on top and the woman's on, on bottom. I have to be specific. I know it's uh, ideas like this, but still have to go into this. Why? Why is it like that? Because man is always looking to go up and up and up. Here we turn him, look down. You have to now shine your light into her. That's the idea of now going downwards, right? She needs the man. So there's times when she feels he's going too high up, so she's there to put on brakes. And then when he's on the brakes, she wants to receive now. She needs to receive now. And we have to now work that she doesn't go into, like you said, in a sleep mode, vacation mode, whatever it's called. So that has to also enlighten her. It's, it's two ways. It's a trick. The woman is like the, the, the moon. It's like one day it's a full moon. It's a half moon. Right. <laughs> she's a very moony. All, right, the, all the money you save from ther- for bre- from therapy for this because of this class, you could donate to pressoftherapy.com. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't even finish though. We didn't finish. Go we ahead, guys. I want to just okay, the final up. thing. Well, no, reprogramming. Reprogramming people. Oh, we have time still. We have some we do, time. We have plenty of time. Okay, okay. So reprogramming people. This is everywhere. Wherever I've gone in this trip, and also in general, I'm sorry to say, but people are nuts. People are. <laughs> 
I'm talking about the Jewish people. Forget about the going. Everywhere I went, people have like crazy ideas. Can I like things that you know they're so like so off, so off? Where did you get this from? Like, can I do this? And they want to have an idea that they build that I'm gonna make a whole campaign on this crazy thing with the whales and then and Shabbat associated with the whales and stuck. I don't know some crazy thing <laughs> they want to, and and just how people are in their daily living. And I hear what they're doing. I say this person is nuts. These people are off, and it's coming again and again and again. People are cuckoo. I'm sorry to say. They, they look normal. They put on their tefillin every day. They're Yishom Shabbat, But their head is not there. It's, it's like crazy. So what's going on? What's missing? What's missing? What's needed to make people sing? So Rav Nosen, before he passed away, he gave a very long discourse on what keeps a person balanced. Two things, okay? Number one is this concept of halacha. What is halacha? Halacha means clarification. Psak halacha, clarification. This is, you don't know what's permissible, what's forbidden. Now the halacha says, it's okay, it's permissible. Kosher, non-kosher, kosher, okay. Pure, impure, pure, impure, fine. So now, halacha clarifies, means makes a separation. Now I know what's right and what's wrong, okay. In a person inside, we have what's called frustration because everything's mixed. The good and the bad is like this, mamash. That's why one second you want to do this, but then you think maybe we should do like that, and then like this, and so it's ping pong, ping pong. Even when we're trying to do something good, you're undecided. And it's not a frustration because the good and the bad is mixed. So he teaches something very powerful, Rabbi Nachman, that when you clarify at the root, which is the halach, the Torah is the root of what you're going through. Your mixture inside is because you didn't yet clarify the, the mixture of the Torah. Everything's mumbled. When you learn a psak halach and make a clarification, it has a rippled effect on you because your neshama is rooted in the Torah. So when you learn at the root clarification, it does clarification for you. What does that mean? Forget about the actual halacha. It's one thing to know what to do. Fine. We're, that, that we know that. But what it does to you, it heals you. It, you know, they have frustration. Everything's mixed in. And then things separate. So then what's needed? Now I know what's right. Now I know what's wrong. Now I know what to do. He did it on the next stage. Instead mm-hmm. of now using the did to try to solve your frustration, learn halacha first. Rav Sarvanosan says, halacha and did go hand in hand. You can't have it borudut about halacha because it borudut is there once you know what's right and wrong to daven about it. Okay, halacha does the job of separating. That's what halacha does. It's a clarity. It's a healing. We borush. I, I see people. I I only have time to do daf yomi and you know halacha. No, I'm even breast livers. And you're sure I couldn't believe it. You don't learn halacha every day. Are you normal? And they're not normal. I see people are mamash cuckoo. Well, I'm trying to understand why I see. I ask people. Everyone, how, much time, how much is enough time required? To five, two minutes. One minute. Two sifim. If it's too much to learn the big Shulchan Aruch Mishnah Bura, learn the English versions, the art school yeah. versions, any edition. Two, if even one paragraph is too much, so do highlight one send one idea and the second idea. It's healing. It's refuah. Forget just like bezalacha. This is how you reprogram people. Also now this dimension of people who claim to be born gay and lesbian, and um, I have to say this, has to be open, in Malasot, okay? And they claim... It's He's the speaker, not me. Okay, I'm going to get to the stones thrown at me, all right? <laughs> right? You can throw the stones at him. Oh, He's dear Lord, I have, enough, I, have, I, have, I have enough stones already. And they, they say... <laughs> <laughs> thank you. They say, I'm born like this, it's genetic, and I'm like this, and I can't change. It could be true, because uh, the halacha says there's what's called tisha midot, that you have children turn out a certain way when nine things are done. For example, a man's with his wife and right. he thinks about another woman, so the child comes out like this. It's an halacha, okay? So it could be that you so have... that could be an example. Yeah, that if the, okay. if the man is like upside down and he's with his wife, the child could be well, upside down. let's say, God forbid, they're watching inappropriate things and, and, and it goes into the kids. It goes okay. into the kids. So there, there is a concept. Fine. This. And also, I, I went even further, you have a lot of children who are hyperactivity and everything. It could be also that the parents, when they're saying, okay, let's do it, let's go do the mitzvah, and they're fast. It could be that, from that come the hyperactivity in the child. It could be, I'm just saying. The point is, it can be fixed. You can be reprogrammed. Right. Halacha is the biggest etza, someone who has sexual problems, gay, this, that. What do we tell them? Learn halacha. And not just learn halacha superficial. You have to become a posik. <laughs> you, dafka, have to learn halacha all the way, because the good and the bad is so mixed that the imagination has become so blemished that the person sees a man as a woman, right? God forbid, or a woman as a man. 
and everything is so distorted. So we need to make major major separation. I have How, seen personally in my in my mental health facilities that there's definitely issues with sometimes people had father issues and in many cases where I've personally helped people uh, with this, and some some there there has been success and some obviously they went very very dark. We're using halacha. No, no, no! In, in trying to help, help people right. to recover from this and be re- reprogrammed. But here's the here's Rav Nos, Rav, advice. Rav Nosson's advice: Learn halacha. If now you have to go to jail, they say you have one book to bring in. What book you bring in? Halacha sefer. Wow. <laughs> That's the one book. Wow. Because halacha is what's going to save your life. Mm-hmm. So halacha hitbodedut is the minimum for every Jew. You see, Rabbi Nachman, he said, this is not for like breast livers. This is for the whole world. Every Jew needs this. What, they, what the Rav does every morning here is amazing. You have two halachot, you have it. You made your day. You made your day. Two halachot, that, that already does. It can be any halacha. Chanukah, Shabbat, Hechshakelim. Halacha separates. It causes, a, it's a healing. And it makes you normal. Then you, then you have clarification from the frustration. And now you know what to daven about. Now you can do the bodedut on that. So they work hand in hand. Right? Beautiful. It says. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. It's very important. That's so important. Uh, uh, the last the last step we'll, we'll talk about is the yeah. in the reasons. Of, so people that have these major upswings and downswings, it's absolutely normal. They're connected to the Keter. Talk about the seven up concept. Seven up. Seven up. I know I go through it. My, <laughs> my highs and lows during the week, it's just. It's just it's incredible, and I you know as much as you do know and know that you still you're still gonna go through that. Talk up, you talk need about a lot that. of I like this word resilience. You need a lot of of being, knowing how to train yourself when you're down to get back up. Okay, Rabbi Nachman himself he said in one day and hundreds of ups and downs. Wow. It's in his book. He said about himself, yeah, I have hundreds it. of ups and downs. Rabbi Nachman had a hundred ups, and, ups and, down. and downs in one day. You, if you think, wow. you know, the Chafetz Chaim, okay. when you see Chafetz Chaim, you see a tzaddik okay. smiling. Wow, what a tzaddik. He was always a tzaddik. They never tell you what he went through. <laughs> you see the, the smiling tzaddik, but they don't tell you what he went through. No one tells you. Rabbi Nachman does tell, tell us what he went through. Fine, exactly. he does. He's a chidush. Exactly. He said, I went through, he had all these tests of eating. He said he used to overeat. He had, he had difficulties with the Indian of the Ta'ava. Okay, he had men, anger, issues. anger issues. Oh my, he had everything, he said. But he worked on himself. That's the whole thing. How do they work on themselves? And then he kept on getting up. In our context, the only way you can get up is if you have a basis of simcha. That's why simcha is so important. If you have as instinct these five, these fabulous five of simcha, and you always use them, that whenever you're down, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I have to get right up. If it's not music, it's going to be jokes. But I can't stay here. We need to add the cold plunge to number six. Wait, 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 cold, cold plunge. <laughs> cold, cold plunge and breathing. And Wim Hof breathing to number six. On the simcha list. Oh, we have to we have, we have a sixth one? We're going to add a sixth one. A sixth one? Cold mikveh. Cold mikveh. Oh, wait, wait. We didn't go into the, rest, the, the devotions to activate the five. We didn't, we didn't go that. We're going to add number <laughs> six. Oh, dear Lord. I'm changing it to six. Rabnosin, Rabnosin number five. I can't add Rabnosin, I'm sorry. But, uh, but if you have simcha as, as your key, whenever you fall, you know I can't stay here. Some people say I'm down, so I'll take vacation here. I'm finished, I'm off, I'm depressed, I don't get out of bed and everything. Right? I'm, I'm totally negative. If now you're someone who's always working on simcha, you know I can't stay like this. It's going to kill me. I'm going to suffocate. I'm going to die. I have to get out of this. So the key mm-hmm. to getting up is a basis of simcha. Now, Rav Natan says this beautiful concept in one pasuk. The pasuk reads, "V'simchat olam al rosham." The, the Gemara uses this pasuk to say that when the Jews received the Torah and they said whatever Hashem says, "Naasev nishma," so the angels came down. Six hundred thousand angels came and put two crowns on their head. One crown, get naasev nishma. And when they sinned, one million two hundred thousand angels came and took away the ca- the crowns. Uh, but the Torah, the Gemara says there on Shabbat, Masechet Shabbat, page uh, eighty-eight, that Hashem in the future is going to come to give restore these crowns, like the pasuk says, "V'simchat olam." The joy that was always there, the joy of this crown, will be again al rosham. Now Rabbi Natan says something amazing. He says like this: "Simchat olam." When you maintain simcha in your Judaism, in your connection to God, despite being in olam, in this crazy world, olam also means concealment, mm. despite being in this craziness, you're able to maintain joy, you get to the Keter. You get to something that even a guy's learning in Kolod for a thousand years won't get. We have to learn. There's a mitzvah to learn. We're not, we're not, God forbid, blemishing it. 
But you have to know what's going to connect you to the highest level of the goal of creation yeah. is the setbacks. You're a Jew, you learn Torah, you do mitzvot, but you also have setbacks. And to not accept them, to know, to realize what's going to build me is a setback. When the Uber driver doesn't come in time, when this doesn't happen, and this and that, and you get <laughs> I wish upside- that's our only issue. <laughs> that the Uber driver not come on whatever. Time. When you have we setbacks... for that. That, that, should, uh, that should be the only thing. Yes. When you have these setbacks, you, 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 to remember, wow, something good is about to happen. And this is the sign. This is the indication. because he says that in Lesson 59, that anger and money come from the same place. And right before you're going to be tested with money, you get tested with anger. anger. That's the idea. Right. That before they elevate Incredible. you, they throw you something big to bring you down. If you're smart, you say, wow, this is something, a preparation for something good. Because how do you know? Uh, I'm, sincere. I'm sincere. I'm sincere. I'm trying to do good. It can't be they're just pushing me back for no reason. Many people, they, they drop you being religious. They say, I gave Hashem a chance. I tried to be good. I tried to keep Shabbat. And then I cornered me. No money. No this. No 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 no. So I don't need this anymore. Chaval, wait. Wait. Patience, man. Patience. And be happy in the patience. You can only, be ha- you can, you can only do patience if you're happy. There's no simcha. You can't be patient. Yeah. Or someone now Emunah is also patience. Emunah, simcha, amtana. They're patience. all connected. Rav Nassim says they're all, they're, all inter- they're all interconnected. Joy, emunah, and, and, and amtana. Beautiful. Rabbi, it was amazing, amazing, Thank amazing. You so much. It was such an, such an amazing class. It's nice to be the, the passenger in the, sometimes in the class. It was excellent. I got a lot of chazook out of it. Again, if anybody wants to follow the rabbi, breastlettherapy.com. Um, and the rabbi really goes into very, very core teachings. Hopefully he's going to switch the subject soon, right? You're, yeah, yeah, I know. You're two years already on Lesson 24. So. Yeah, but it took a year to prepare these classes. A year. Okay, good. And now, so next year I'll have different, uh, something else to say. Amazing. It takes a year Amazing. for each, for each, uh, for each uh, stretch. So again, you guys are welcome to follow him on, uh, on Spotify and also support him. Support him. He's in... How do we support you, Rabbi? Well, what do you mean? Let them reach out here. There's, a, there's an email. The best is the email, I guess. Okay, very good. Everybody so should have a Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom, and everybody should have an amazing, God willing week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Shabbat